What is going on, everyone? Welcome to News with Block. It is the 8th of December, 2021. News with Block is all about the latest in crypto news, market analysis, and a whole bunch of speculative ideas. But I want to jump straight into one thing, which is you better subscribe, you better like, and you better hit that notification because it helps us tremendously with the YouTube algo and getting the word of Block Party and News with Block out there. Of course, it always helps to have some friends and partners out there, and our buddies and our friends and our partners are Mizar. And Mizar, if you haven't heard or you haven't seen in any of the previous News with Block videos, they are the next gen. These guys are going to be the cutting edge of smart trade platforms. Needless to say, integrated in it is going to be a smart trade platform with some cool features, functions, all sorts of wonderful little things like trailing stop losses, trading take profits and entries all these kind of different entry zones and it just makes trading that whole lot easier. And when trading becomes easier, that means your profits become bigger. So that is great, but not to mention they also have a whole bunch of automated trading systems like DCA bots, swing bots, all that are open to the global leading providers out there. So go check it out guys. And it is gonna be launching in December, fingers crossed. Anyway, guys, let's have a look at what's going on in the market today. And in the market today, no surprise, we have Billy Big Boy Bitcoin sitting at the top at 50,733. Now, the day did not start like that. We saw a big flash down and we thought it was actually going to be going down to the next leg. However, in the past 24, we've seen a minus 2.23%. And in the past seven days, it has crashed a whopping 13.33%. The market cap is still sitting sub $1 trillion at 961 billion with change. And then Ethereum is in at number two at 4,412. And this has remained pretty much flat throughout the past 24 and about a 6.84% drop over the past seven days. Still sitting at a cool half billion, half trillion, should I say half, half trillion dollars in market cap at 524 billion to be exact. In at number three is Binance or BNB sitting at $593.61, again, remaining relatively flat throughout the day, up just slightly at 0.85%, but down on the whole on the past seven days at 8.08% and sitting just under 100 billion at $99 billion in the market cap. This is followed by USDT, Solana, Cardano, XRP, USDC, Polkadot, and again, the new, new, new boy to the top 10, Luna. Very cool stuff. So let's get into some let's get into some macro news. We have seen ex-Google CEO Eric Schmidt now advising Chainlink. Chainlink has previously worked with Google Cloud to bring data on-chain. So Schmidt served as Google CEO from 2001 to 2011 and now runs a venture firm, Schmidt Futures. In a statement announcing the appointment, Schmidt praised Chainlink for unlocking the potential of smart contract platforms and revolutionizing business and society. And I think, to be honest, this is just the kind of news that Chainlink needs. The price has been pretty much like the rest of the market, down in the gutters a little bit, and it's been just pretty much a miserable slow mover. Now, Chainlink is a great project. It does have a huge amount of fundamental basis behind it, and it truly could be one of the big boys. However, I think it does need that kind of more spear-like spear steer of destiny direction behind it. And I think maybe this Eric Schmidt could be the guy to do it. I mean, you don't just become Google CEO for nothing, right? Next on 
I guess it wouldn't be a news of block without talking about SHIB or Cardano, it seems recently at some point, and Cardano introduces the ERC20 converted testnet with AI tokens for trial. So what is this? Well, ERC tokens have been going places for some time now. However, at this point in time, they're a step closer to going native on Cardano. At press time, the sixth biggest blockchain by MarketCat has some big news to share, courtesy of developer arm IOHK. Cardano founder Charles Hoskinson revealed that an ERC20 converted testnet is now up and ready for the community to try. Using the AI service provider SingularityNet and its AGIX token, testnet users can make the most of permissioned bridge to transfer these tokens between Ethereum and Cardano. And as you can see there, the tweet from Charles Hoskinson, update to the ERC20. So guys, jump on his Twitter, check out that tweet and have a little deep dive into how that can affect the AGI token Singularity, Cardano, and of course, Ethereum as well. I think there could be some good moves coming as soon as Bitcoin starts to find a bit of a foothold in the market. Pretty big news for gamers out there. We've got Ubisoft launching Ubisoft Quartz, platform for playable and energy efficient NFTs. Energy efficient, we all love that in the investment world at the moment. Starting with Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Ubisoft will drop NFTs to PC players on the Tezos blockchain on Thursday. So XTZ, no doubt you've seen the massive pump. I think it's about 40%. We're not going to dive too much into the chart today, but you know this is the foundation of that pump and this is why it's going pretty uh, parabolic and I think we could just be scratching the surface. So when we start to see the integration of these other big game developers start to jump on this bandwagon and see just how much money is there to be made, because uh, let's face it, that's why we're all, they're all in it, right? Um, then we're going to see very similar moves. So again, keep your eyes peeled and razor sharp on the announcement for any kind of partnerships with these big game developers, NFTs, uh, within any of the kind of current uh, cryptocurrency frameworks. But as you can see here on the Ubisoft Twitter handle, we've got introducing Ubisoft Quartz. We're bringing the first energy efficient, energy efficient NFTs playable in an AAA game to Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Tried in beta from December the 9th with three free cosmetic drops and learn more here. So I advise you to go check it out, see what it's all about, see what the actual kind of fundamental basis is behind all of these NFT drops within these massive games. I mean, come on, like, whilst it may not be the biggest game in the world, Ghost Recon, if you're a gamer in any kind of um, arena, like you've, you've, you've heard of it, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's like that kind of Call of Duty, that Medal of Honor, you know, days gone by kind of phase. Anyway, guys, check it out. It's pretty cool. Visa has been making a few headlines here and there recently. Of course, they were Visa credit card was delisted from uh, Amazon, or I think that's getting delisted as we're kind of talking or speaking right now. So that could be due to Amazon's, you know, exploring more cryptocurrency based uh, payment avenues or portals. Um, but at the same time, we see right here, Visa is kind of not taking anything sitting down. They're announcing a new crypto consulting service for merchants and banks. So this, I mean, this could not be any more black and white about what their path and direction is. It's not just a foray into testing it, trialing it. It is going full on head and shoulders, consulting on how merchants and banks can make the most of it. I mean, that's pretty cool. So yeah, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Of course, they're going to start to have more favored partners. There will be the, you know, the usual suspects, Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, probably LTC, you know, uh, Bitcoin Cash always seems to rear its head. Um, yeah, you know, there, there could be some other 
tokens popping in there. I mean, dare I say SHIB? Because uh, that seems to be popping up everywhere recently. So yeah, guys, check it out. I mean, um, have a look at this article. It'll be down in the description below. Uh, but I'm, for the sake of it, I'm not going to read through an entire article talking about uh, Visa's new cryptocurrency consulting. I Just check it out. I think it'll be pretty cool. It's also a handy little video on Cointelegraph, uh, which you can check that out there too. Uh, because I wanted to get to this. I wanted to talk about Bitcoin's hash rate returning to the all-time high. For me, this is such a milestone within Bitcoin. Um, and after the year we've had, after China, you know, completely, completely effing the whole Bitcoin and Bitcoin is out everywhere out there over with not only banning crypto mining uh, as the number one miners in the world, uh, banning cryptocurrency full stop. Um, yeah, I mean, they really did the dirty on Bitcoin specifically. However, for me, this is kind of like almost um, resonates uh, reminiscent of like a phoenix rising from the ashes, as we all knew it would, you know, as we all knew Bitcoin would at some point. However, it is there. And you know, to understand the bit of the importance, I think it's, you know, it's super cool to read, you know, Bitcoin's hash rate has fully recovered in just six months after the world's second biggest economy prohibited industrial Bitcoin mining this summer, being China. That led a full fall of circa 75% from about 190 exahashes a second to a low of 58 exahashes a second on June the 27th. Since then, however, the hash rate has only seen up with the Bitcoin network once again now operating at 190 exahashes. Despite this huge fall in hash, the network kept operating largely as normal throughout, surpassing a significant test in regards to Bitcoin's ability to operate when the hardware comes under considerable stress. The speed of six months for a full recovery is probably what one would have expected as it was an isolated event affecting just one country. Just one country being the biggest populated country in the world. China, however, may have had three-fourths, three three-quarters, three-fourths, three-quarters of the production capacity with it now thought to have had close to zero as industrial miners moved operations. This also affected Bitcoin's price during the summer as miners might have required new capital to fund relocation. With it also recovering a recent high of 70,000 before now trading at 49,000. So closing a chapter in this space with once dominant China now irrelevant as Bitcoin goes on to thrive without it in just six months. What a story, eh? Um, and on that note, guys, let's take a little look at Bitcoin and what the price is doing today. If you're following news with Block yesterday, you would have seen that I was, you know, relatively bullish short term. And I'm still kind of targeting uh, 53K as I see that as having the real kind of resistance. And that's where my eyes are still firmly locked on. Uh, we had a bit of a um, shaky boots today. Um, as you saw, over the past 24 hours, we rose up and we tested 52, arguably 52K. Uh, before getting rejected from this underside of this trend line. And it went straight back down and retraced very nicely to 200, DA, 200 DEMA. And needless to say, when it was sat there, I just kind of had a feeling inside that it was almost too perfect uh, of a retracement. And Bitcoin being Bitcoin always likes to throw a curveball. So I was expecting some kind of volatility to happen. And as we dropped below the 200 DMA, to be honest, I thought that was it. I thought, okay, guys, you know, strap up. This is going to be um, straight down to 46K region, 47K region to the bottom of this wick just down here. However, you know, there are clearly, clearly, clearly some people quite interested in buying this dip. 
or at least wanting to see it through to about 53K. So we have almost come back in the next four hour candle straight back up and we are sitting right back on that 200 DMA, which to me, again, I'm now feeling at this point when it's like, well, this is just too much of a perfect retracement. I'm expecting something a bit crazy to happen. Hopefully this little kind of candle down was that crazy bit. But for the most part, I am expecting the continued movement as this green line suggests up here to head on up to 53K, which is where I feel uh, that will be the decider. That will be the, the point in time when Bitcoin decides to go hard or go home. Anyway, I hope it is a real go hard um, attitude this time. I wanted to kind of go into something a little bit more lighthearted with the recent dump that has happened. So with all this talk of exciting games um, and just how much impact they've been having on uh, the whole cryptocurrency sphere at the moment, you know, the metaverse projects uh, and gaming projects that I feel like you should be watching for 2022. So first up, we have first up we have AAG Ventures. Developed to democratize the growing play to earn field, AAG Ventures started out by building a guild of over 2,000 players on Axie Infinity. Now it's expanded into seven countries, Philippines, Indonesia, Brazil, India, Russia, and Nigeria, and Argentina as well, in a bid to help those who have suffered recent economic hardship earn a crust from the crypto sphere. It aims to achieve this objective by forming more guilds, offering performance monitoring and coaching, and enabling players to convert in-game tokens to AAG and thereafter cash out to fiat. Because AAG Ventures believes, in NF believes NFTs shouldn't be off-limits, it also offers fractional ownership, meaning shares in highly valuable NFTs can be purchased as low as $1. As the second largest raise of any guild at $12.5 million, AAG, AAG Ventures' up-and-coming public sale on December the 12th is one to watch. I mean, how cool is that? Talk about giving back to the whole um, community. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Check out the website. Um, also put, obviously, 12th of December in your diary. Next on the list, we have Cross the Ages. Cross the Ages, an NFT trading card-based metaverse project set in the fictional realm of Artillium. Cross the Ages is free to play, yet with multiple profit-generating opportunities baked in. Features, featuring hundreds of cards of varying scarcity, the game aims to create a unique experience that blends the nostalgia of buying physical trading card packs, who remembers Panini, with the altogether more immersive experience of modern digital gaming. To that end, NFT cards can be activated in the real world. With physical versions available to those who collected a certain number of cards, an integrated marketplace meanwhile is where players mint NFTs or sell gems from their collection. Cross the Ages is our sleeper pick of 2022. Be ready to be amazed. Pretty cool. Check out this website and it gives you a quick insight into what the vibe is, what the kind of cards are like. It all seems very mystical, all seems very fun. From someone who does not play card games at all, even I'm interested in jumping on this. Judith, I want that card. So now down we go on to Rainy, Rainy Lords of Light. So Rainy Lords of Light is another competitive card trading game that's attracted attention of Lord is this attracted attention is Lords of Light, wherein players wage war with collections of crypto legends and mythical beasts. Unveiled by the Rainy Farming platform in August, the supercharged strategy game is very much about beating other players to enhance one's hoard. That said, high-level cards can also be staked in yield farming pools. Giving victorious parties more opportunities to generate profit, Lords of Light is built around a native currency, Photon, that can be obtained by winning battles, completing quests, and renting out high-level cards. 
Again, this looks pretty baller. Back into that kind of whole, I mean, this just sits within that NFT, that, you know, trading card sphere with all the legends. I think that might even be CZ down there. That's pretty cool. I love this. I mean, not to be one of those guys, that's definitely Jack Dorsey, not to be one of those guys who have been like, yeah, no, I thought maybe we should have done this at some point. By we, I mean the royal we as in block party trading. I'd love to have done a kind of, um, who are those, the who's who of the crypto sphere, you know, the Elon Musks, the CZs, the Justin Sungs, um, the, you know, Ethereum Butalik, you know who I mean. Um, but Vitalik Buterin and yeah, I, I think, you know, I think this looks like what they're doing. So I'm super behind this, definitely. Um, next on the list, we have Ricky Finance. And Ricky Finance is a Metaverse DeFi protocol, a cross-chain Metaverse lending and insurance protocol. Ricky Finance lives on the Ethereum and Binance smart chain and features five zones, sport and recreation center, farming zone, NFT marketplace, rework and governance DAO, governance, DAO and lending. Wherever you choose to spend your time, you'll have the opportunity to put your energies to good use. Use, You'll have the opportunity to put your energies to good use, chasing returns which are paid in the platform's native Riffy token. We especially like the Sport and Recreation Center, which features coveted Lionhead football players, footballer, NFTs like Frank Palmlard and Steve Regard, Ricky, I think that's meant to be a play on Frank Lampard and Steve Gerrard. Wow, that is a stretch. Ricky was recently listed on both Huobi and PancakeSwap. So this is a little bit less kind of in your face, a little bit less um, mystical, if you will, but it seems like pretty straightforward. So check out and keep your eyes peeled for the Riffy token. That could go pretty parabolic. Last on the docket, we have Himo World. Himo World, another title offering a suffete of modes is Himo World. Himo World, another title offering a suffete of modes is Himo World. Another title offering a suite of modes is Himo World, a metaverse game populated by a whole lot of bellicose troll-like characters armed with swords and shields. Powered by Binance Smart Chain, the release features tournaments, trading, sell heroes and skill cards for the players, and betting, you know, wager on the outcome of a battle mechanisms. Ostensibly, the purpose of Himo World is to explore while beating the snot out of other characters, using strategy and from time to time, good old-fashioned button bashing. Hell yeah, this is so up my street. Something that takes little to no skill and can easily be picked up and put down because I have the attention span of a goldfish. Anyway, guys, outside of loving me for my kind of orange tint at the moment, yes, I will be working on my lighting skills, but at the moment, I quite like this lovely hue. It gives me that bronzed look, I guess. However, guys, that kind of summarizes it. Hopefully, this kind of brings back a bit of energy, a bit of positivity to the current crypto market with it being a bit down in the doldrums. Look to 2022, look to the metaverse, look to the NFTs. There's going to be some exciting things coming up and loads of opportunities to make some money. So guys, as I always say, good things come to those who wait and great things come to those who hodl.